0: Hoovy and topping your TARDISES, you're listening to another episode of Doctor HUH? Hey, hey, is the Doctor gonna buy Rose a new phone or what? Two of them? Two of them. This is a Doctor Who podcast where you watch Doctor Who in random order. That's the premise. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm Jordan and I can't hear you because I've got my earpods in. (laughs) I'm Mr. S. I, for- I forgot we do nicknames, so that's that's all I could do. Uh, this week we're talking about Series 2, Episode 6, Age of Steel, written by Tom McRae, uh-huh. and directed by uh-huh. Graham Graeme, Graeme uh-huh. Harper. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. uh-huh. Gra- uh-huh. Graeme uh-huh. Uh-huh. Harper. Jordan! What?! Oh my god. <laughs> Why'd you yell at me? <laughs> Why'd Jesus. you yell at me? i i got excited and you're gonna get excited this is our 100th episode because it's time Uh, sam stats corner oh shit i love stats and i love numbers are you gonna talk about how overrepresented season two or series two is in our podcast because i feel like we're always here no worse Uh -oh. oh god This is our first run of four episodes! (laughs) Oh god, that's so uninteresting! Well, well, hold on, I know what it is then, so it was this one. It was, uh, The Idiot's Lantern, one of our our least favorite episodes, I think. It's definitely up there for me. And then, what is it? Doomsday and, and, and the one after that? Army of Ghosts and then Doomsday, but yeah. That can't be, that can't be, they went to, they went to fucking little, little flag town and Ro- and then and then rose they went to little flagston and they helped get people's faces back from from an evil tv monster and then rose found out she was gonna die that was His her name next- is mark ganus but <laughs> she's like oh we saved we solved racism and sexism um <laughs> i can't wait and- to go to the future and see that I can't it's still go- gone i can't wait to go home and everything will be. Oh, they're ghosts now. That's exactly what happened. Okay, I'm so sad that I'm so sad that my friend and, and ex boyfriend Mickey is gone. I guess I'll go to uh, to the nineteen 19- to the nineteen fifties. I guess I'll go watch TV. I hope I don't die soon. Uh, what a week it's been for Rose Tyler. Uh, mm-hmm. this is the second part of a two-part episode that involves them going to a parallel world, which we saw that parallel world in uh in Doomsday. It's Pete's slash Army world. Of, it's Pete's world where Pete is alive and Jackie's dead, but she isn't dead in this one. It's Pete's world. Uh, Pete's just living li- in it. <laughs> and also, uh uh, the Cybermen are here, which we also knew that because they came through from Pete's world. He mentioned that in the episode so basically we know everything we actually i'm gonna be real with you i didn't watch the episode because i was so clear of the plot from army of ghosts that i didn't even bother uh-huh That's, well yeah there was one thing in this episode that had been alluded to in uh doomsday that i really did not anticipate which was seeing parallel universe jackie become a fucking cyberman that sucked
1: that i didn't the think that, that was going
0: to happen that was, this episode actually kind of, uh, not like you didn't, so it was a good episode, but it kind of sucked. Capital S sucked to watch. Yeah. I mean, we knew that she was dead, so when we saw her in this episode, I was yeah, like, Yeah, usually well, she, she's not gonna, gonna die, gonna die be, in the idiot's lantern, I tell you that. I'm gonna be honest, when, when, uh, when Peter Tyler said, my wife is dead, I assumed, you know, Many years ago, or an accident. Uh I didn't think it was we would watch her get turned into a Cyberman. Yeah, imagine if this episode, she's alive at the end of it, and then when they meet him again in Doomsday, she's like, my wife's dead. Rose is like, wait, why? Oh, I just opened my phone and Taskmaster started playing. Did you hear that? No, I didn't. Okay. (laughs) I'm so bored of this podcast that I'm I'm watching a TV show on the side. What did you think of this episode? Uh, oh, I liked it. I liked you know, it's it. got it's got everything from this this like Russell Rusty Davies era of uh, Doctor Who. It's got everything I like. Um, it's got good good Doctor, good Rose. Vicky uh, was good in this one, which was surprising. He was he was having fun with the lab. He was good twice in this one. He was, if you like Mickey, I've got good news for you. There's a new character in town. His name is Ricky, and he's this like Mickey. This is really funny because it. you have mentioned the running joke where the doctor, in a, in an act of disrespect, refuses to remember his name and always calls him but Ricky. But nobody forgets, nobody forgets Mickey's name more than I do. Because <laughs> I'm always calling him Ricky. <laughs> I don't know that I've seen that on the show, though. <laughs> Well, you saw that he's called Ricky here. Yeah, we. I don't know that Which I've seen I think, the doctor no, call him think Ricky, that's but like, I have seen when he <laughs> is called Ricky. I think that this is a payoff to a running joke of the doctor's always calling him Ricky as a as a sign of like gotta love uh, a payoff to a running joke that you've heard about, and then they go to the parallel world, and the joke is that here he is Ricky. It's kind of sad that there wasn't like a parallel world doctor in this episode who sees Ricky and he calls and he's like, ah, Mickey, what are you doing here? And then he's like, M- I told you my name's, I don't know, this is why, the I don't know what happened in my brain that this is the voice I do for a character called Ricky. This is, uh, this is my voice in the parallel universe. Amy, this is my name, it's Mickey. Previously on Doctor Who, the doctor and Rose and Mickey go to a parallel world through a time vortex. Pete and Jackie are alive here. Mickey number two, who is actually named Ricky, we will find out, arrests Mickey number one, who is actually named Mickey, we will find out. The Doctor and Rose try to surrender to the Cybermen, along with Mickey and Mickey and Pete and Jake. Hey, remember Jake? Yeah, he's cool. He's like a cool... He's a cool lad. But the Cybermen say that he is incompatible, so instead he will receive maximum deletion. Um, and then... The episode ends with like, oh yeah, all the Cybermen are. I love when this happens. This is like my favorite thing. I think that the on. the episode begins. No, I'm saying the episode ends with the Doctor surrounded by Cybermen. That oh I yeah, the and previous episode. Him. Yeah, yeah. And then this episode begins with the Doctor pulling out a question mark, question mark, question mark that Iver blasts Bristol. all it, it blasts. All of the Cybermen's asses, and they all die immediately. Yeah, classic Doctor Who cliffhanger. <laughs> it's like, how is he going to get out of this one? Da, da, da. Next episode starts.
1: <laughs> well, it looks like I've killed all
0: the Cybermen. Problem solved, but don't worry, uh, because his Cybermen killing device has to recharge for four hours. I. The only thing that would have been better than this is if the Doctor had simply ducked and made yeah, all the Cybermen shoot each other. That would have worked. Uh, um they the all pe- run out to yeah they all like they they're all like outside they're at some kind of mansion and all the people are dre- like all of the uh cool agents that we'll learn are from the group called the preachers are dressed in like like one of them is dre- like is it somebody dressed as a maid is rose dressed as a maid i think yeah i think maybe they went uncover at like a hitman party and uh, yeah the doctor was wearing a tux and rose uh-huh. was dressed as like a cleaning lady or something Anyway, they're all outside now, and Peter needs to go back for his wife. But the doctor says that she has to be dead so that so that Rose's mom in the parallel world can get a cool new husband who's her old husband. This is the second time that we've brought up Hitman when Pete is around. Maybe this is just his fate. Is what this, was the what was the first time? What are you talking about? It was in Father's Day when <laughs> when Agent Oh was we have to, over to over <laughs> <this car. laughs> we have to have to we have to fix the timeline by engineering Pete's death. Yeah. Uh anyway, they get into a van with some lady who we will learn later is named Mrs. Mrs. Moore and we will learn even Moore more later is not named Mrs. Moore. It's a it's a very cool code name. Yeah, and they escape. Um uh, And but don't worry, it's not actually your mom, Rose. It's just it's just a lady who looks like her. Yeah, we see we see alternate universe Jackie sneaking <laughs> she's, around she's trying like not all to fancy. Get killed by the Cybermen. Yeah, this is she's that not wearing last. This is not this is how you know this is not our Jackie because she's wearing like a nice dress and her hair's all done. She's not like wearing a a super cool sweatsuit and like <laughs> shopping for a new coffee table. This is not the Jackie. <laughs> I don't I don't give a shit about this Jackie. Right. This Jackie has a thousand coffee tables locked up in a room where no one can touch them. <laughs> this Jackie has invented the Adamantite unbreakable coffee <laughs> table and that's where all of her money comes from. So mean Mickey uh, asks the no 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 no. No, he's mean Mickey. He's epic Ricky. He's epic Ricky. <laughs>
1: he's epic, epic Ricky
0: <laughs> asks the doctor about his laser weapon. He says that he brought it from home and it it's currently inactive. It'll recharge in about four hours. Which Does he just? I did, he won't use it again. I can't. I can't just. I can't just sit here and be bothered by this because it will be the whole episode. But first of all why does he have this second of all why doesn't he use this in other episodes third of all does that mean that the episode takes place over less than four hours because he doesn't use it again for the rest of the episode correct uh i've, I've lost the of all's i'm on but just like what what is this well why is, exactly why exactly is this, this? Is. what <laughs> yeah uh i don't know if i don't know if you know just yet because we had to reschedule our recording oh uh this, this is this is, this the is a throwback... power source that lives underneath the column that everyone was scared of in the serial edge of destruction. I don't think that's what it is. I think this is the Doctor's cool style. I, for just a second, I thought it was the Sonic screwdriver, and I was going to be really mad about it. But actually, this <laughs> this episode cube. this episode wins five out of five Sonics for me. I think everything he does with the Sonic in this uh, this week was was oh, reasonable. I feel like there was. No, there was one thing. There was one thing when they were like hiding from Cybermen and he like pushed a button and they all walked away. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. What? <laughs> that one, that one, I couldn't tell what it was supposed Later, to be. At the end of the episode, the Sonic is used to, to like untie or break a rope. And that made me think about, um, about, uh, some, some old school Doctor Who. That's some old school Sonic screwdriver shit where it's like unscrewing screws and breaking ropes. I mean, you haven't watched. I know you watched some of the Edge of Destruction. You haven't watched. The I whole watched. Thing yet, I have you? from what I saw of that episode, it was uh about 15 minutes of people walking around the TARDIS being confused and me yeah, being it's really equally boring. confused watching it. There's a part in the second of the two episodes of that serial where they where they have to like open a panel on the TARDIS console, and I I think that they just like. <laughs> I think that they just have to, like, wedge it open with their fingers because they don't have any tools. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, that it <laughs> Halcyon it? It was... days. <laughs> uh, so, so, uh, yeah, they're all, they're all in this cool van, which, uh, which, once again, these are, like, the Preachers, is that what they're called? Yeah, they're the Resistance or something. Yeah. Um. Jake says, "Okay, if anyone doesn't remember Jake from Doomsday, he's just a member of this group and he's got cool spiky hair. That's all you Jake, need to know yeah. about Jake." Um, Jake says, "We our weapons may not work on those metal things, but at least we can fucking kill Pete." Uh, yeah, I get I I think that I think that the premise of this is that there's a big company called Lumic uh, Lumic no, is there's the a man. guy, that, it's called Cybus, Cybus Industries, Cy- Cybrus or something, Cyprus Industries, Cy- and they're making Cybermen, and I'm assuming that Pete was, like, part of it, and he worked with a guy named Lumic. I couldn't and... really tell what Pete's role was here, because he, but we find we out that he's part of the Resistance, yeah. but also he worked mm-hmm. for the company, and also, the reason that they want to kill him right now is because he, like, accidentally did a coup? Like a coup on the government? That's what they, they said like he messed up and now Lumic is in charge or something like that. Um, and then Pete, Pete says, first of all, it's not, I'm, I'm definitely innocent at in all this because my wife just died, which, you know, you could just sacrifice your wife as a cover. Uh, but then he reveals, uh, he reveals that he's, uh, well, oh, th- what happens is they're, they're, uh, they're, uh, what happens is that their their driver is like uh, who is, who's uh we learned is Miss Miss Moore. Yeah, they call her Mrs. M for like two thirds of the episode. Which she's was like setting to me. She's like, I know you've been working with Lumic. Our our informant Gemini has been telling us about it. And, and then he he says, he's like, I'm, I'm Ge- Gemini, you <laughs> doctor, doctor. I'm Gemini, and then he says he's like frequency and then his they go, call sign oh, or whatever and they're like oh, oh shit, he actually was oh, um and then uh and then we get a funny funny conversation between mickey and epic ricky uh-huh. where uh, <laughs> where apparently at some point epic ricky said that he was london's most wanted and then uh he admits then, that he is most wanted for parking tickets this okay, is really funny this. to me because because we're supposed to believe in this world that like ricky is epic and he's like uh-huh. a cool, like a cool resistance fighter. Uh-huh. But he's still, he's still a goober. But the yes, rest of the I episode love this is line, not... Though, where, yeah. where he reveals that the thing that he's most wanted for is all his parking tickets. And he says, but they were deliberate. I was fighting the system. Park anywhere. That's me. <laughs> and the doctor, by the way, is like, <laughs> what is he? Oh, he says, good policy. I do much this the is, same. This is how... This is the first of the many reasons why Mickey will ultimately decide to leave uh to remain behind in this world is that uh he sees the doctor show us show respect to Ricky and he's like, I need to I need to get I, I need this. Mm-hmm. I need the doctor to respect me. So I will also start parking anywhere I want. Uh, Rose introduces herself and. Pete Do you think says, that oh, there's been Rose, a situation where, like, where like someone is having a heart attack in their in their apartment and the paramedics can't get to them because because Ricky parked his fucking car in the in the in the spot that? Well, that's how he fights the system. Is that he parks he parks <laughs> he in the in he the, parks like, in the fire, fire lane. lane in front in front of the home of <laughs> rich just... villains. <laughs> He he parks his van in front of Mitch McConnell's house. I'm, do- I'm doing parking related I'm doing I'm doing a a parking related insurrection activities. He goes to the the White House parking lot and he he just leaves his van <laughs> behind Mitch McConnell's car. <laughs> he parks his car on top of the people that he uh he wants out of the way. Now there's an idea. Mm. Uh so, yeah, Rose introduces herself and Pete says, oh, Rose, that's my dog's name, which I feel like we, I feel like we heard that again in Doomsday. I don't know. Anyway, I think, it, I think what happened was in Father's Day, uh, there was that line where Pete said, I had a dog and she turned into my ch- my daughter, and that was kind of a, what it was a callback to. So this hmm. world is the one where the dog did not turn into Rose. Hmm.
1: That's my uh, guess, at
0: least. So he's like, why, why do you believe in me so much, Rose? And she says, No reason. Uh, That's my Rose impression. Uh, Pete says... It's really strange to me, by the way. The, uh, you know, the Doctor doesn't have, like, a prime directive, you know? Mm -hmm. The Doctor doesn't have any problem telling people he's a time-traveling alien if it'll help, like, speed things along, I think. So I haven't really understood why it's, like, a big secret that, that they're from a parallel world. It does seem to be one of those things that he, like, really, really, like prioritizes or that's not the right word but like he's this seems to be like a different level from the normal stuff like it's one thing to go to different planets and travel through time but to go to another reality i don't know seems to be- it kind of seems to me that this is this is uh this is like no rules and, and who fucking cares what happens here it's not their world like they fuck around <laughs> with the timeline all the time but it doesn't matter they're in a different they're in a parallel universe it's not like it's gonna bug the, it's not gonna like he's gonna come back to bite them in the ass one day i mean they no. don't know it's going to but <laughs> uh i feel the like the doctor should be you know. i feel like the doctor should be extra irreverent here because he knows that that they're this isn't their world oh man the doctor being even less reverent than he usually is i can't imagine that <laughs> So the doctor takes Pete's uh, earbuds and he screwdrivers. (laughs) Maybe that's why. Hold on, hold on. Because I feel like the doctor is. I mean, I mean, we understand the cybermen are like too far gone to fix. But I felt like he was he was uncharacteristically ruthless in this episode. Yeah, in in the fact, and maybe it's just because once again, it's not his world. He does not give a shit about them. He did, no, he did have a, he did have a little moment where he was like, should I kill everybody? And then he did it. So. Yeah. So he thought about it. Uh, and anyway, the, the, the important thing here is that Pete is wearing these stupid little earbuds, which were made by Cybrus Cybris. Industries. Um, and the doctor like disables them because he's like, I think that these might be a bad thing. I and then, love the fact that we seemingly missed out in the first episode of this, like kid you fucking believe people always have them them airpods in all the time because because the whole thing is the later Cybrus industry when what's his name site c- c- lumic. lumic i keep thinking his name is Cybrus. when lumic wants to enact his evil plan he takes advantage of the fact that all these people got their airpods in um well we already know that the doctor hates emojis do you think the doctor didn't even know that these were mind control earbuds he just hates me. Give them. me those things. Um, <laughs> fuck your AirPods. <laughs> you uh, this should be was a- paying attention to the people that you're talking to. I was to. actually thinking about this episode was made in... I don't know when it was made, but, you know, it was in the 2000s, I think. Uh, and this I think is like six or seven. This is, like, way before AirPods. And this is back when headphones had wires on them. So this is, like, way... Ab- so somebody watched this episode saw the uh the airpods that make you (laughs) lose your free will and become a cyberman and then they said hmm i've got an idea what if these but they didn't do that (laughs) uh this is 2006 i have confirmed this is this was the episode just like how um cell phones were were uh inspired by the communicators from star trek airpods (laughs) were inspired by these things yeah, the, and Elon Musk's Cybertruck was inspired by the Cybermen. He said, what if this was a truck? Elon Musk's personality was inspired by the Cybermen. I don't think that's true. I think the Cybermen have way more rational thought than Elon Musk. <laughs> uh, so we get a cut to, to Lumic. I've installed uh, we my find... emotional inhibitor to make sure oh, that God. I can be the best CEO stop, there can stop. be. stop. Strange. Charm beauty <laughs> uh we are recording this uh just just a day after elon musk tweeted the different types of quarks that there you are No, by the time this episode comes out he'll have done at least three other <laughs> tweets like that so it's fine uh i'm not even on twitter anymore i'm really Numbers, upset that math <laughs> interesting interesting it's looking like, into this it's like Y. <laughs> <laughs> what is time Elon Musk is gonna tweet one zika zika, seven zika zika. <laughs> okay, so with Lumic we find out that lumic uh is uh is is the you know some he's he's like sick dying disabled unclear um and they just, they say that he's he's sick and he's dying and he's also old he's very old he's also a, a i think thank you to friend of the show uh uh discord user come genius i believe it was. Uh, who, uh, pointed out that, the the, uh, guy who, who plays Lumic is like most famous for playing a very silly, dumb goober character from, uh, from a, from classic British sitcom, Only Fools and Horses. It's like if, it's like if, uh, if, Amer- if this was an American episode of Doctor Who, it'd be, it'd be, like if Lumic was played by, uh, by Jason Alexander, like George Costanza. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, he, he wants humans to be upgraded, um... Okay, no, I want to say, I love, I love the dialogue in this scene, because Mm -hmm. he's, like, talking to some Cybermen, and just sort of, like, trying to understand them, and he's like, how do you feel? And they go, nothing. And he says, what are you thinking? And they go, about how humans need to be upgraded. (laughs) That was, apparently the cybermen in this world because we got this in 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 uh in doomsday as well is that they're just funny they just have good, <laughs> they have they have a comedy chip in them as a, as as well as an emotional inhibitor um and then uh he uh this is when lumic like pulls the big switch that t- turns all the people with their ear pods in into uh zombies Yeah, they Um, all get like mind controlled by their ear pods and they they all start walking to the factory to get cybered and Jackie is one of them because everyone's got the ear pods. We We go to this one old man whose ear pods start buzzing and he just goes like, fuck that. and just like throws them on the ground. So apparently they don't work that well. And also I don't is, know what that was. That, yeah. uh, that was. I'm sure he was in the previous episode. And then we see a news broadcast that's like everybody with earpods in is going to a factory. Please take your earpods out and stay indoors. Thank you. It's nice that the only people who don't have the earpods in are the news guys. <laughs> I mean, it's people, it's, it, is this like, you know, people who are older and don't care about these fucking earpods that all these kids have in? Uh, I don't know. I just, uh, it's just, it's, yeah, I don't know. I, I really can't tell if this is supposed to be like a kids always have their headphones in kind of thing. or Well, the doctor gets mad at humans in this scene because they, they see everyone walking around mind controlled and the doctor is like, sometimes I think you humans like being mind controlled. Easy life. It's really funny, because he, he is like that for a lot of this episode, and then right near the end, he turns into Jodie Whittaker. He does! He, like, says clever, brilliant you humans. You clever, brilliant humans! Yeah. It's so strange. But yeah, he he's like, if <laughs> people love- if you could choose to be mind-controlled, I'm sure you would love to all become Cybermen. In fact, you know what? Fuck this. I'm letting them ha- become Cybermen. <laughs> Goodbye. I'm leaving. Uh, Pete. This is where Pete gives them a little bit of an explanation on who Lumic is, and says, you know, he's old, he's sick, he's dying, and he thought that becoming a robot man might be the key <laughs> thought, to eternal life. He thought the key to its et- eternal life is recreating classic uh uh nineteen sixties uh, Doctor Who villain, the Cyberman, <laughs> in his world. Uh, Rose says that she has seen Cybermen before, and I think she says something about, like, in a museum? I thought she was talking, and I I haven't, I, 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 it's, she said in somebody's museum, and I was, like, wondering. Oh, do you think that's episode two, where they, like, watch the end of the universe? No, 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 I was, I mean, I'm sure there's gonna be a part where they go to, like, a museum with the Doctor Who memorabilia. Uh, but I was wondering if she was talking about, like, the Doctor Who conspiracy theorist had a little, like, museum of Doctor Who artifacts. Oh. In his head. I don't think that's what it is, but, but she, she apparently has seen a Cyberman head before. Yeah. yeah. I like the fact that we do receive confirmation. I mean, we haven't seen the first part, but this is a parallel world where the Cybermen are created here on Earth. Yes, the doctor says that in in his universe the Cybermen came from an alien world, but here they were created on Earth. So it wasn't like Lumic got a little like a little bug in his ear that was like, "Hey, you should make these cool robots." It's like, "I'm going to make these cool robots." Uh-huh. Right here and they look like this. Yeah, I am curious if that means that the like classic Cybermen if they weren't the same kind of deal, if they weren't like you know people's brains, not necessarily humans, but like a living brain in a robot body. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't
1: know. Uh, they Maybe all we'll get find to where, out
0: someday. They get to they get to where they're going, and they're going to start formulating a plan, and they all split up. Yeah. Uh, Epic Ricky starts like barking orders at all of them before Pete can ask what they were saying about coming from another universe. We <laughs> so they the... start sneaking around in the cyber streets, and yeah. Mickey goes with Ricky and. Uh Mickey is scared, but Ricky is brave. But and they, they still speak s- in unison sometimes. Yeah, it's like it's like the even though they're so different, they're also every universe has one. Do you think this is like a nature versus nurture type thing where like this <laughs> is what you become when your name is Ricky? <laughs> no it was the power of the letter R. No, it yeah, he was, also, uh, he uh, he actually got a no-hit season uh, in shut up. Little League Baseball. It's actually, this is what would happen. The only difference between this is that uh, it, this is who Mickey would have become had he not lost all of his confidence when he got eaten by a big, funny trash can that burped. Uh-huh, which it didn't eat him because his name wasn't Mickey. <sighs> yeah, sure. I was just thinking it was because, like, the, you know, the... uh What was it called? The Nesting Consciousness? Consciousness. Uh, never came to Earth, but sure. Um. I'm just uh, trying to get- I'm trying to get to the heart of why his personality is is different because his name is different. I think it's because his grandma's still alive. So is it possible that his grandma, like, trained him and made him strong and hard? (laughs) <laughs> I mean that's that's what Dan did, the man's grandma did. Did did did, did his, yeah, did 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 Ricky's grandma like strap ankle weights to his legs and teach him how to didn't make him study the blade? Okay, but you're missing the point, which is the fact that his name is different, and I don't know why his name is different. Because his grandma is on her on her deathbed uh in Mickey's. She universe, legally changed she was his like, name. Name him. <laughs> and they were like, what? Name him what? But in this universe, <laughs> she was like, name him. Mickey. No, and they're like what? Was, and then she's like, "Oh, I'm actually better. Name him Ricky," is what I was no, saying. No, it's actually like, oh, okay. you didn't know this, and I I don't blame you for knowing this. But in England, there is a rule that you can't refuse a person's a grandma's deathbed request. And uh-huh. her deathbed request was, I always wanted him to be called Mickey. This happened uh-huh. when he was really really young. Like you know, he was he was he didn't really remember her or anything. Wait, so, he was already born, and they changed his name. Yeah, they cha- they changed his name because you can't deny a grandma's request on her deathbed that was her one and then he had to grow up with the unbearable weight of being named mickey (laughs) exactly he never understood what it was like to be a ricky whereas this ricky got to live his whole life as a ricky as opposed to just a couple years as ricky with his grandma who strapped strapped ankle weights to his leg and made him like do obstacle courses and climb rock walls and stuff that's awesome so uh epic ricky tells nice mickey that he's like uh well you can't be that bad if you've got friends like the Doctor and Rose, and then all the Cybermen stomp over and they split up and run. I love watching the Cybermen walk around so much. Uh-huh. They do good- they do good- like, whoever's in there is doing a good job mm-hmm. being a- they all walk in unison like robots, and I love it. Uh, I'm just gonna skip ahead a little bit to the part where uh, Epic Ricky gets <laughs> caught by the Cybermen, and nice Mickey watches as he is killed. Is that all- is it, uh, nothing else happening that we- Need to, no, I just wanted to, I just wanted to clarify, just, I just wanted to get that out there, that this epic Ricky is dead. If only there was another Mickey who could take up the mantle of being epic Ricky. (laughs) Take up the rantle of being epic Ricky. (laughs) As, as, as Ricky lays dying, he, Mickey runs over, he grabs his body, he's fading, and he says, he says, I want you to take this. And he pulls the R off of his own name. Well, no, he, he carves off the last two thirds of the M. (laughs) He pulls out his his driver's license and he (laughs) fucking erases it. He says, you need to become the Ricky. (sighs) Also, for this joke to work, uh, it has to be a lowercase M. Anyway, so (sighs) (laughs) that was the other thing that uh, Mickey's grandma requested on her deathbed. She said, call him Mickey also. Importantly, the lower, with a lowercase <laughs> No wonder he grew up so so weak and spineless. Uh, so meanwhile, okay, this is the part where Pete, Rose, the doctor, and Mrs. Moore are hiding from the Cybermen behind some like boxes or something, and the Cybermen like stomp over, and the doctor pulls out his sonic screwdriver and pushes a button, and they all just turn and walk away. <laughs> Do you think it made, like, a really smelly smell? I would be surprised if the Cybermen had noses. They have a central nervous system. Sure, but they don't have noses. Not where you can see. Okay, but what? Don't you think being able to smell would be an advantage for a cyber being? No, 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 no. What? Hmm? Where? Hmm? Where do they have them, Jordan? I'm not telling. Where do the Cybermen's noses live? <laughs> That's a very personal question and I'm not this is like okay <laughs> I do need to I do need to to talk about this uh this uh no I'm not going to go into why all the cybermen are Jewish never mind hmm anyway where do their noses live I can't tell you that it's private it's a personal matter You're going to have to ask a cyberman <laughs> and you're going to have to be very good friends when with when I'm older yeah <laughs> on your deathbed bed provided you're a grandma <laughs> anyway, so they all reconvene. Oh no! I uh, first. Oh yeah, we do see Jackie arrive at the processing facility. Oh no. Um, okay, fine. I can't. I can't hold it any longer. There was a Cyberman at the Teen Choice Awards, which means the Cybermen are teens because you can only go to the Cyberman uh, Teen Choice Awards if you're a teen. But how are they teens and also men? It's because they are all Bar Mitzvah, and that's why all the Cybermen are Jewish. Thank you very much. Confirmed. Confirmed. <laughs> uh i'm trying i'm looking at my notes here because there's an old man that we meet he's the guy who threw his earbud on the ground earlier he's not really significant to this episode but i'm assuming that he was a character in the first one so oh i'm sorry i'm sorry it was it was that there was a Cyberman not at the teen choice awards it was at the bbc radio one teen awards the most prestigious the most prestigious award show in the world I'm trying to find out what Mrs. Moore's real name was. It was oh, here like here Amy go. Pond? It's not Amy Pond. It was Angela Price. The same initials, so it might mean something. Oh, shit. The reason, the reason I was looking that up is because I couldn't remember her last name. And we, we meet this old man whose name is Mr. Crane. And I was like, that's not like her dad, is it? No, her name is a different name. Uh... Anyway, so yeah, this guy has absolutely nothing to do with this episode. But Mister Crane gets brought to Lumi. Oh, the uh, dude who's doing like a really cool uh, Crane's Gambit, where he's like, "Oh, sir, I've always, I've, I've always been your number one, sir. Uh-huh. I'm very happy to be upgraded. After I fucking kill you, that's Kane's Gambit. <laughs> but yeah, he like goes in, he's like, "I'm, I, I'm, I'm honored to be upgraded to you, for, for you, sir. I've always been faithful." Uh, by and then he just break. starts, like, kicking the shit out of <laughs> Lumic's life support. Yeah, he starts, like, pulling the tubes out. And then the Cyberman does what it uh, kills him in the way that they always kill people, by throwing him. Yeah, they, like, huck him at a wall. And then Lumix is like, ah, it hurts. And the Cyberman is like, don't worry, I will help. I will remove your pain forever. And Lumix is like, no, I told you. I will only upgrade on my last breath, and the Cyberman says, then breathe no more. <laughs> they're just very funny. It's funny because they they are not like trying to be menacing to him. Mm-hmm. They're like, you're our you're our, our dad, dad and we're gonna make you want to help us. you. They're, they're helping him out. For a guy <laughs> But who they're saying everything in the most menacing way I possible. I don't under For a guy who's like whole things that Okay, I have two gripes about Uh lumick first of all he's not very nice first of all yeah he's evil he's very mean and i don't think that people really want to become cybermen but no first first is if he thinks the cyber being a cyberman is so good and everyone on the world should want to be a cyberman why isn't he not like jumping on it right away why is he like no don't upgrade me i'm not ready I'm sure he'll be characterized more in the episode that he's alive in for the whole thing, Mm -hmm. but... The other thing that i guess I guess maybe he's like, I want to, like, get everything moving and be the leader for a bit before I... The other thing that bothers me about him is that he, uh, you know, oh, he's this dying man, he's, like, hooked up to his life support. And then we, when they eventually reveal his cyber design, he's also, like... In a chair hooked up to a bunch of tubes and wires, and yeah, I just but it's, don't It's a different t- chair. It's like a bigger chair. It's like they gave him a bigger, cooler life support chair, even though they, <laughs> made, like, why? Couldn't they just make him, but, like, have a huge, the, huge abs and huge packs? But his and big huge, cyber huge chair, when we see him as a Cyberman later, is not, like, like, he just gets up and walks away from it. Yeah, so, like, were they just kind of reminding him of his roots? Like, what was- what Yeah, it's was- his cyber throne. But his cyber throne is, like, got- it's like a big oxygen tank in yeah. a wheelchair. They're like, for you, sir, we made sure you could not survive outside this chair just the way you wanted. <laughs> God damn it! We knew- we knew that you loved having herpes, so we put warts all <laughs> oh, over your cyber dick. oh, that's what's killing him. He's got a really, really bad terminal case of herpes? No, I was just giving an example of something oh, that you oh, wouldn't want carried over to your cyber I thought you were saying body. that Lumic, Lumic has, like, turbo herpes, and it's killing him. <laughs> and that's why he wants to cyber the whole He has one big herpum. It's just called a herp. Um, and he's so angry about it that he's cybering the entire human race. <laughs> um, so... So they all, they all meet back, all the, the, the super friends, the, the, the preachers and the doctor and Rose all meet back up. Uh, Ricky, uh, uh, sad Ricky, not epic Ricky. He's not there yet. He is Ricky now because Mickey did erase the, uh, he turned his, turned it into an R. I really can't abide calling Mm -hmm. him Ricky when there's another character named Ricky. There isn't anymore. He died and he bestowed his name upon Mickey. Who is just to be clear, because Jordan's trying to make this hard to follow. Ricky from the parallel universe is dead. Jordan's Mickey, gonna start calling Mickey Ricky. He has been, bestowed. which I don't agree uh, with. Okay, fine. Mickey, he'll become Ricky at the end. But Mickey uh, runs over tearfully, says, "Mickey didn't make it. Ricky didn't make it." Uh, 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 and then- okay, this was funny though because I, you've told me about the running joke where the doctor disrespects him by calling him Ricky instead of Mickey. When he runs over, Jake sees him and is like, "You're Ricky, right?" And I. I was like, oh my god, the Doctor has got the people in the Parallel Universe calling him Ricky, but then it turns out that Ricky is the name of Parallel Mickey. Is this where it's revealed that his name is Ricky? We didn't hear it until now. Oh my god. Uh Jake is, like, pissed that his his best friend Ricky is dead, and he's stuck with this shitty... Like yeah, lesser. he says I'm I'm not I'm not epic Ricky. I'm nice. I Mickey. bet you pay all your parking tickets, you 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 loser. Ooh. And he's like, no, I'm also I'm a loser. I, I don't, we're basically I the same. Cool, I don't just really, don't look. Mad. I, was, uh, I I do want to say, uh-huh. uh what's the actor's name? Noel Clark. I don't know. You should know these things for uh, for Jake. Noel Clark plays Mickey. Who plays Ricky? Mickey. Who? I just thought it was really impressive that they found two people who looked so 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 much alike uh no anyway, I wanted to say I think it's really really great that until Ricky is dead, you can always tell which one is which because Ricky just has like the most intense scowl and angry eyebrows <laughs> he's got he's got a deep widow speak. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so Mickey says, I'm sorry, Ricky didn't make it. The Cybermen got him. Jake is angry. Uh, The doctor says we can mourn him when when we've saved the world. They get to Lumix base, which Pete uh, knows where it is. So that's how they get there. Um, And Mrs. Moore, who at this point, we still don't actually have her name. She's still just Mrs. M uh, shows them a cyber map of the cyber facility and they they make a plan. Okay, so here's the plan. Uh, she and the doctor are going to sneak in through the cooling tunnels underground. Pete and Rose are going to go in through the front door disguised as mind control people. They have some, some they're gonna disabled put some, ear pods yeah, they're gonna uh, block. for them. They're going to have to do no, no emotion. Uh, uh-huh, to look for Jackie. Mm-hmm. Um, what? Yeah. And then Mickey oh. and, Mickey and, uh, Ricky, no, Mickey and Jake, sorry. <laughs> are, Ricky's dead. Are going to go find the transmitter that has the, uh, the ear pod signal. Yeah, which which is on it's like on top of the Zeppelin on the roof or something like that. Yeah. I love Lumick has an evil villain Zeppelin. It's his mm-hmm. most coolest quality. <laughs> also, a couple other things about the scene. Number one, I like that Mrs. Moore is like this nice mom type lady, but she's also like the the uh the uh you know, I was going to say she's like the Q of uh she's like the Q of this world. That I remember remembered that like calling someone Q has a, is a very different thing now in the in this <laughs> in this in this uh in this in this era. Uh but yeah, she is like the Q of uh of she, she should be Mrs. Q. She makes all the cool gadgets and and Isn't and is M also a James Bond thing? Yeah, uh, she's like the one who's in charge though. Q is the gadget guy. Uh but she like was a self-taught gadgeteer. Yeah, we find out later that she, like, worked at Cyber Company. But, like, her job had nothing to do with making cool gadgets. (laughs) She literally... Yeah, they were like, we need a tech whiz. And she's like, well, I worked at Cyber Company. And they're like, perfect. And she's like, wait, I was in HR. And they're like, that's fine. Also, I... I don't feel like, and I apologize, I'm not a cooling tunnel evil base expert. But I would feel like the cooling tunnel... A, 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 something that is a cooling tunnel would either be because it is full of full of some kind of coolant, or it is a tunnel for which heat can escape and not be where other, they vent. They incredibly vent all the heat and not fluids. a perfectly a perfectly person-sized tunnel that takes you right to the to the control room. Well, not only not only is it not full of either hot hot air slash metal or water uh, freezing deep. cold coolant. What it is full of Cybermen. is Cybermen. <laughs> Why maybe, did they put them in the cooler? Maybe tunnel? they, maybe the Cybermen maybe, have big fans, and they're waving the I big gonna fans. I was going to say around. maybe the maybe the process of cybering someone, like they get the metal gets really hot, and they leave them down here to cool. <laughs> oh no! It's just that they're waving big fans. We're going to have to sneak in on the cooling rack. <laughs> it's like a pool. It's just like a pool party of Cybermen where they go to cool down after the very stressful procedure. That would be a fun counterpart to the the Dalek dance party. The, Dalek the, cyber, rave. the cyber, the cyber, yeah, the Daleks have raves, and the Cybermen have they have pool parties, and they do. And they do it's like camp. it's like when a blacksmith like puts a hot piece of metal into a bucket. Oh to, yeah, yeah. I would <laughs> the love cyber to see just get dunked into a swimming pool and just <laughs> the Cyberman does a cannonball that he never comes back to the surface because he's too heavy to float. He can't get back out. <laughs> he just has to walk out. That's fine. Uh, so yeah, what else is going on? So they go. Here? They go into so, the. Are, are well, we, Pete. Are we, mm-hmm. Pete asks Rose why she cares about saving Jackie, and Rose is like, "There's no time to explain." This is where we finally get Mrs. Moore's name. Thank you. Um, and we get a sad scene here where the doctor makes plans for everyone. and He's like, "Okay, Pete, you go with Rose. I'll go with Mrs. Moore in the tunnels, and Jake, you get the zeppelin." And Mickey's like, "Hi, <laughs> hello." what do I get to do? And the doctor's like, huh? You can go get me my trash can if you want. (laughs) Uh, But Mickey's like, I'm going to step up. I'm going to become Epic Ricky. Uh, And he decides to go with Jake, whether Jake likes it or not, which he really, really doesn't. Um, But the doctor looks at him with a look of respect and says, good luck. Uh, Mickey then, as he's walking away, he turns back and sees the doctor and Rose hug. And he's like, "Hmm, not a fan of that. Mm hmm. He doesn't so like it. So the doctor and Moore go into the tunnels and uh Moore they talk about hot dogs the... and he calls them the Cybermen of Food. Which is... That was a very strange scene because he's like he says he says, What does he say? You got any he's like, You got any food in there? She like pulls a headlamp out of her bag. And right. He's like, "Wow, you got everything. Do you have hot dogs?" And she's like, no. Mechanically, she's like, "Mechanically uh reclaimed meat." And he's like, "The Cybermen have food." And then they have a laugh about it. It's very weird, and I don't understand why they had that. And then conversation. they get married, and then they start kissing each other. It was really romantic. Uh, this and then she regenerates. Oh yeah, they into see River the Cybermen song. all lined up along yeah. the walls, and the doctor says they're on ice. So that must be what they mean by cooling tunnel. I maybe. But, I just feel like you would do better with, like, a cooling air like a, or like or a water. There's nothing cooler than a tunnel. Rather than just a long hallway of boiling hot Cybermen standing there. Yeah, the part where the doctor, like, taps on it to see if it's t- turned on and then uh, burns his hand really badly. <laughs> yeah. uh, we then cut to Pete and Rose. Uh, Pete? Yeah, I almost say Peter. Pete and Rose pop their, their uh, AirPods in and then they buck with no emotion um have you ever played inside i i know what you're talking about but okay, i haven't played myself <laughs> i like that they, the, they i like that, in the I line line that they pretend ways, to be mind there are two ways that conversation could have gone either have you ever played inside no well there's this thing in inside that this is like that or have you ever played inside yes okay moving on <laughs> You're wrong, Jordan, because we actually had the secret third option, no, okay, moving on. (laughs) The point is, there was nowhere that that conversation could have gone. Oh, I I knew that when I started talking. You you started saying the words, and you're like, wait, why am I, what does this, have you ever ever stood in line at a store? (laughs) (laughs) Well, have you? Have you ever been, Jonathan Frake's voice, have you ever been to Disneyland? Um... What uh oh now we're on the now we're cutting to this part's wild, uh we cut to we cut to uh we're on roof boys now with uh with Mickey and Jake and they're roof like boys with Mickey and Jake it's a, my favorite it's my favorite prank show um and they're gonna do a prank right <laughs> Just here push people off of the roof <laughs> no they wave smelling salts uh reverse smelling salts in front of their face this is, yeah they they've got sleeping salts this is so because Jake is like two guards let's fucking kill them and mickey's like wait don't kill them otherwise we're just as bad as the Cyberman. i don't think so and jake is like don't don't that. fine this is like uh not to keep comparing to video games but this is like the beginning of deus ex human revolution <laughs> when serif or whatever his name is is like do you want a gun of kill or a gun of sleep <laughs> and you're like i guess i'll have the gun of sleep it does the same thing but i don't kill anybody <laughs> They, Jake is like, ugh, fine, we'll use these things. And he pulls out a l- these little bottles and he says that they're like smelling salts that more made, but they're like better than smelling salts. And they just like step behind the guards and just put the bottles near their noses and they just immediately pass out. That, it's like, why were you going to kill I know, them? I know. I love man? that Jake had these and it was like, I guess he just has the bloodlust in him. I guess he just wanted to do murder. <laughs> he just wanted to kill them. Uh and then they go to the blip. Okay, now we now we uh we come back to the ton- the cool tunnels. Uh and we get Mrs. Moore. Oh, maybe we misheard. Maybe it was just the cool tunnels. Yeah, Mrs. Moore shares her backstory, which was she worked at Cybus and then she read a file. Cybus, oh, yeah, that's the name. She read a file on her on her computer, and then the next day people started showing up at her door. I guess it was like my secret plans. She left um, digital fingerprints on it. <laughs> My secret plan. Step she one. She signed the guest book. <laughs> <laughs> My secret plan. Step one. Turn everyone into Cybermen. Step two. There is no step two. Uh, and then she read that, and then people started showing up at her house. So she faked her death. Uh, turned calls. Started calling herself Mrs. Moore, and then learned how to make cool gadgets. Yeah, I guess so. She's yeah. They were like, oh, they needed a tech expert, so I I learned. <laughs> And learned how to do cool gadgets. Yeah, because she... I think she says that she was just an ordinary office worker. Like, she wasn't making yeah. Cybermen. No, she was just, like, had access to all of Lumic's secret files. Yeah, she does specifically say that she had to learn to be a tech expert. But now she's inventing new types of smelling salts. <laughs> yeah, so then they, the Cybermen start waking up because they are sufficiently cool. They're like, ah, feels great. And then they start chasing them down the tunnel and then they climb up a ladder and they get out just on time. And I said, Oh, I thought oh, wow, just in time the stakes. I thought this war was gonna uh, die here. Nope. So Pete and Rose, meanwhile, they get stopped by one of the oh, Cybermen. Oh, this is the scene that sucks. And it's good, uh, but it sucks. We see that cyber- losing it at yeah. this. Because they're they're supposed to be pretending to be mind controlled, and it turns out that this won't really matter. But one of the Cybermen is like wait here the chamber is full and pete like leans forward to rose and it's like you doing okay and she's like no And i'm like shut the fuck up <laughs> i need to talk about the cybering process because we see we see yeah this horrible we see the, the, these like killing floors of like we saw like a silhouette of it in army of ghosts i think we but i, I just want to point out so there are these big like overhead machines that have like rotating saw rotating knife rotating flamethrower rotating saw and then it's the, and very literally the suicide booth from Future and then at the life. end of the process a cyberman helmet comes out so i guess what happens is it ch- chops you up into a cubes and then it puts a cyberman helmet on your cubified dead body and then they put you in a cooling tunnel to pull <laughs> and off. then and then i guess a cyberman just steps off the factory line and says i'm here well in this case a cyberman steps off the factory line and says i am jackie Where's my coffee table? (laughs) Yeah, a Cyberman stomps over to the two of them and is like, You are Peter Tyler. I recognize you. My name was Jacqueline Tyler. And then they're like, oh god. Oh, and then the Cybermen, uh, like, uh, recognize, or they're like... I love this line because, because the, the Jackie Cyberman, uh, says says to the other cybermen he worked with cybus industries to create our species he will be rewarded by force (laughs) they're gonna make him into an extra cool one with a nose which is it's the same thing that they're doing with with uh lumic is it's like we're gonna help you out by slicing you open real good you're gonna love it it feels great so they take him to cyber control we will let your bones breathe See? Yeah. That's what those knives well, not are. Not for long. Not for long. They put them... But it's like it like helps you kind of get through the process because you get really <laughs> happy at first and then they put you in the cyber body. Uh, so the Cybermen drag them away. Pete is wondering if it might be possible to somehow save Jackie still. But then they uh, like turn, they turn around, around to see which one is Jackie, but they all look the same. <laughs> She's the one wearing the sweatsuit. They let it, they let her keep it. Uh, so Oh there's a funny there's a funny joke here that doesn't actually happen yet but it gets paid off later when Mickey and Jake are looking for the transmitter controls in the blimp and Jake is like i don't know man i don't know what they look like maybe they'll have transmitter controls in huge letters and like five minutes later when we see them they actually do mm-hmm. just have transmitter controls they, in huge letters they see a Cyberman that's not turned on and then mickey says uh he like he does the same thing the doctor does he bonks it, its head to see if it's awake and he says nope this must be this one must be for display this will never wake for up for display this one okay. will never wake up this one's a this one's a fucking skyrim mannequin what are this you one talking will definitely about definitely never wake up let me pour myself a big bowl of cereal yeah, yeah. to say that again He will never menace me. Um, and then the doctor and Moore get caught by a cyber Cyberman, and uh, and Moore throws a bomb that kills Cyberman at it, and it dies. Yeah, it's a it's a great line. I mean, it's not really, but it's it's a funny line when one of the Cybermen catches them and says, "You are not upgraded," and she says, "Upgrade this," and throws a bomb at it. Uh, and then the doctor, she says, "It's like an electromagnetic bomb." The doctor does a, uh, I yeah. I loved David Tennant's line read here when he, in the most delighted voice, after she throws that electromagnetic bomb, goes, what the hell was that thing? He was excited. It was enriching for (laughs) him. It's good. Uh, Then they do a cyber autopsy, and this part's nasty. He, like, opens up its little Cybus industry logo on the cyber chest. It is pretty funny that the Cybermen have a logo on the front. (laughs) (laughs) They've got the cool S on their chest. And he takes it off, and then he, like, reaches in and pulls the nervous system out. It's just got nerves in there. And then they find- It looks like very heavily boiled, unbrothed ramen noodles. Oh, yeah. I can see what you mean there. Yeah, it does look like ramen. That's what your nerves look like in your body, Sam. Didn't you know? Um, Get them out, get them out! (laughs) Take those nerves out! Eh, Let him breathe. Gross. Uh and then uh he finds the emotional inhibitor chip, which is uh which is like the secret behind the secret sauce that makes it work. Uh but yeah, unfortunately so Elon Musk killed all those monkeys with. <laughs> Man, I can't wait for Elon to cyber himself. He's gonna be that'll be cool. I uh, he probably does all the time. <laughs> um I don't want to think about Elon Musk anymore today. I've already thought about him like three <laughs> or four times. Uh, and then, this part sucks, is that we find out that Mrs. Moore's uh, electromagnetic bomb uh, disabled the emotional inhibitor chip. It did land directly on the part of the Cyberman's chest that that's underneath. And, this, and uh, then it's like, the Cyberman, like, wakes up and she says her name is Sally, Sally, uh, and she asks where her- f- And she's like, he can't see me, not the night before the wedding. Where is Gareth? It's unlucky for him to see me the night before- and the doctor, the doctor says, Ooh. "Okay, go to sleep," and disables her brain with the uh, with the screwdriver. And then he's like, "Okay, well now I know what we've got to do. This is she didn't die. He for nothing. He does say Sally hasn't died for nothing because all now we have we know... to do is expose all these people to the most like horror horrifying revelation of uh, that is so horrible that it makes them die." And that's how we yes. will solve this problem. He says, there must be a code to disable the inhibitors. If we broadcast that code to the Cybermen, it will kill them. And then he wonders, can we do that? And Moore says, yes. yes. And he goes, well, oh, all right. Okay. And then she stands up and gets electrocuted to death by a Cyberman that was standing right behind her. And, he, and he's so offended by it, too. He's like, you didn't have to do that. Yeah. yeah. Doctor, they're like evil cyber robots. <laughs> uh he gets surrounded and the Cybermen say that they will take him away to analyze his dual vascular system. I think he's just got two of them. I don't know what I don't know what you're uh I don't know what there is wow. to analyze. One. Two <laughs> two <laughs> Do you think the doctor Wow. <laughs> the Doctor just has really, really, really high blood pressure. Maybe that is <laughs> Never ex- seen anything like it. <laughs> That's amazing. Wait, I've got this stethoscope and I Oh, There's a heartbeat. Wait. Oh, wow holy (laughs) shit i have discovered emotion this rules (laughs) i am no longer sad to be cyber Um, that's how they save the day without having all the cybermen kill themselves (laughs) the doctor they show off the doctor's cool check this shit out everybody (laughs) we get back to the we go back to lumix evil villain zeppelin um yeah we I I again we just cut to them standing at a big thing that says transmitter controls which is very funny. Uh-huh. And then Mickey reveals that he knows how to hack computers. Okay? We saw him googling in the first episode. Oh okay. For if you're He was really good at it. For the people who write Doctor Who, if you know how to use a computer, you probably know how to like bypass someone's password. <laughs> All the people who review Doctor Who were really impressed at this part. <laughs> the the yeah yep. yep anyway uh you're not going to believe this he starts hacking and the uh the cyberman <laughs> Whoa, that was, it just was a, display it was cyberman the whole time it turns out that's actually cyberman <laughs> i can't wait for this the episode where they're like oh we're we're in a we're in a warehouse full of weeping angels but don't worry this one's just a statue of an angel a weeping <laughs> statue of an angel just for decoration oh no whoa, Look, it's one of the it's one of the costumes that the sea devils wore on doctor who oh no there's a guy in it whoa it's just a display Dalek, finally one that's not trying to exterminate me oh <laughs> uh uh so they i i like this moment where they where the doctor is taken to the cyber control where pete and rose are and he's like very sarcastically just talking out loud and he's like Oh, man, I've been captured. Oh, well, that's okay. Pete and Rose are still out there. They can rescue me. Oh, never mind. I love when the doctor gets to... I love when David Tennant doctor gets to be an annoying asshole. Like, when, <laughs> for some reason, when he does it, I'm, like, laughing laughing and clapping. But when Matt Smith doctor does it, I'm like, make this guy shut the fuck up. Please. Please stop. It like, well, it's a d- double standard, I guess. Double standard. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the Cybermen see our double standard, and they are cured if they're Cybermen, <laughs> because... Um, they just like to see two of anything. Rose tells the doctor that Jackie's dead, and he says, "I don't care. It's not our universe. Nothing happened. <laughs> Nothing here matters." Not. <laughs> oh wait, no. Doesn't I think at some point he actually does say to Rose, it's "Like not, she's another, not your mother." Yeah, just another. I dude. can't remember if that's other dead woman. And then, uh, then uh, the doctor's like, "Where is Lumic And then the Cybermen come out, presenting our dad. Cyber Controller, the Cyber Dad, and he's in a big chair. <laughs> And he comes out in this giant metal chair and he goes, this is the age of steel. And we all say, oh, Oh. Uh, Jake compliments Mickey on his epic computer skills and says, you're starting to seem like sort of an epic Mickey. This is the beginning Uh, of their, this is the beginning of their romance. Yeah. And then the Cyberman comes at them, but Mickey has an idea. And he he waits. <laughs> this is he, some video he, game bull. This is some fucking fighting Bane and a Batman video game bullshit. Yeah, the Cyberman drinks some Bane toxin and charges at him. Uh, but yeah, he dodges out of the way. The Cyberman punches the transmitter controls and destroys them. Which he doesn't destroy the transmitter. He destroys the controls. So one would think that that just that means, means the transmitter, transmitter can't be stuck stopped, on but, forever. But everyone wake- it turns out it does. Everyone wakes the up and they. And they go, ah, and then they run out. Yeah, they all run away. And the, the Cybermen, Cybermen just, let them. <laughs> just watch them run away. They don't even do anything. Uh, well, I mean, it's from their perspective. These people, uh, I don't know. They, they, they just made their choice. They don't want to be Cybermen. They're a little disappointed in the Cybermen. Ah, uh, man. I thought I was going to get that some sucks. new friends. The doctor hears everyone start screaming and says, aha, Jake and Mickey have succeeded. And Lumix says, that doesn't matter. I've got factories ready on every continent. Even Antarctica. And then, and then at that moment, Mickey starts watching through the security camera that he's hacked into. And they see they see everyone there except for Moore. And they don't seem to notice. And they never comment on yeah, it. Yeah, I don't think Moore is mentioned. Oh, they mentioned her once because they see they need to the someone. The doctor at the end someone has tasks... to like tell them, like, Moore died. And Jake's like, oh. <laughs> someone tasks the doctor tasks somebody with finding morris children and i don't remember which character it was i think i think it's jake probably anyway lumix says that he's going to make everyone good and cyber uh and the doctor gets mad he says like, what what about imagination emotion, and then, what about good and then uh, as he's doing this you can see him slowly morphing into jody um, at first, he's like, "Haven't you ever experienced pain and sadness?" And he's like, "Yeah, it's what makes you human. You, more time, feelings Lord. are what make people the world. It would never be cool without ordinary, stupid, brilliant humans—seven billion of them—and all of them lit. <laughs> They're all part of my fam." And then he, and then he turns back into. He also calls him a clever man. Ding. Uh, he does so- say that. Yeah, we got a clever count of one. Yeah, he, he says the problem with Cybermen is that they, they can't advance. All they can do is just exist as they are forever. And and I'd rather die than live a life without feelings. And Lumix says, okay, well, then I'll well, kill you. I've got good news for you, Doctor. You never will die because you're an immortal... <laughs> you're an unkillable Time Lord man. And Lumix says, well, I have an army. And the Doctor says, an army is nothing without ordinary people. The And he looks up at the security camera and goes... There's nothing more powerful than the ordinary man, even if he's an idiot, because even an idiot can use a computer and find the codes for the emotional inhibitor. Even an idiot knows how to look up binary nine in the Lumic database. Isn't that what you said, Pete? And Pete's like, yeah, binary nine. That's right. And Mickey's like, oh, shit. And then he's like, and then you can send it to my f- And then you- and any, any old. He just like changes the subject. He's just like, hey, bros, how's your phone? How's your doing? phone? You got She's a cool like, phone? Yeah, it's good. Do- can you take pictures off your phone and put them on your computer? <laughs> And, uh... And then, this part's crazy, is apparently... uh, So, 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 uh... Mickey uh, does send the emotional inhibitor codes to Rose, and then... Uh, I guess we learned that in this universe, one of the things Lumic did was make all technology compatible with all technology, including technology from alternate universes. Because the 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 thing even more evil than the Cybermen is the internet of you things. You can use any any kind of cable on any kind of uh, appliance. Oh no! And then he just jams Rose's phone into the yeah thing, thing and into the whatever he's doing a thing. Shut up! And then all the Cybermen start screaming and looking at themselves in mirrors and exploding. <laughs> Doctor, he, he smirks and he says, "Checkmate!" And he loves no, it. he like solemnly says, "Like I'm Check- sorry." He, he solemnly says, "Checkmate!" And solemn, he smirks <laughs> solemnly. And they they start running away and escaping. <laughs> and there is an extremely unintentionally hilarious shot as they. It's like something out of a Scooby Doo cartoon. As they're, like, running through the facility that's, like, shaking from all the explosions and the cyber screams, and they stop, and they open a door, and there's just, like, 50 Cybermen all exploding and screaming, (laughs) and they just say nothing, close the door, and keep moving. I hate this. This isn't great. This doesn't... This doesn't feel nice. So Jake wants to leave and, and escape on their own. He wants to fly the blimp away to get to safety, but Mickey's like, no, we're not leaving the oh, others I've got to be a hero now. And he now. grabs the wheel and he calls Rose on her phone and says, get to the roof with everyone. And then we're this is the part we'll that skate. really surprised me is that Lumic Cyber Lumic gets out of his big cyber chair, which he can do. And I didn't realize that. It was just a throne. It was, was only ever a Yeah, it was just symbolic, I guess. Yeah. Uh, they all get to the roof and Rose asks Mickey how he knows how to fly a blimp. And he says, PlayStation. God, I fucking love the uh, blimp, blimp, blimp ace pilot. For the PlayStation. You could Great probably game. fly a blimp in GTA 3. Oh yeah. Probably. Um and then uh, he So Mickey lowers the emergency <laughs> rope ladder. I love this part because it's not that he it isn't just that he lowers the emergency rope, it's like, I know, I have a plan, and then he presses the the rope ladder button. <laughs> How are we gonna let them get into the blimp? I know, I know We'll push the button that opens the way that they can get into the blimp. I hope nobody bad climbs up the rope behind them. He's being very, like, smug and very cool because he's like, welcome mm-hmm. to Mickey Smith Airlines. No, everybody. no, no. Cause he's doing it in a funny Southern American accent. Did he? Yes. It was very strange. It was, it made me ask, are all pilots from the American South? He's like, welcome to Mickey, Mickey Smith Airlines. Yeehaw. Oh yeah. I think he does say yeehaw. He's doing it like a, he's doing a bit and I don't understand why. Did they not have pilots in England, Mickey? No, but I have a lot of respect for the bit.
1: I do. Uh, I do. So they're climbing the up the
0: rope ladder, but suddenly, oh no! Who could have seen this coming? It's the cyber controller, Mister Lumic. He's dangling, and then and the doctor tosses Pete, who is at the bottom of the ladder, his screwdriver and says, "Press the button and hold it to the rope." And Pete says, "This is for Jackie Tyler," and he cuts the rope with the this screwdriver, and Lumic falls, hilarious. and the factory explodes, and Lumic dies. I love watching Lumic just fall and no. And then um, they decide that this is actually good. We fixed We're it. We're fine here. Well and they just so well. dangle on the rope as the blimp flies away. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of, like, climbing into the blimp. Listen. Dramatic effect. Um. Then, yeah. We get a resolution Sorry. on the... Yeah? I don't know why this just occurred to me. I guess it's because uh, in the previously on... What is it? The Empty Child is the episode before the Doctor Dances... That's the one where Rose is like dangling. From oh yeah, she's a dangling blimp. from the blimp. She yeah. loves dangling from blimps. It's from like a one of the like is from this, like one of those big balloons that they had. In the it just occurred to me though that Jack Harkness exists. He where is the fuck is that guy? He's out there sucking and fucking like every day. He's too busy to show up. I does he is he another one who like comes back later? I'm really surprised to realize that. He was in, like, late season one, and then is just gone. He's... I told you, he's out there sucking and fucking. I guess we'll you don't him. have to answer that. Anyway, yeah, I, it just occurred to me that we ha- we literally haven't seen him since that one episode. Anyway. They mentioned him, um, I think. We mentioned him every episode in our prayer, when we prayed that's pray true, for but him. But we did. haven't seen him, is my point. Uh, yeah. Anyway, th- this is what I was saying earlier, though. They get back to the TARDIS, and the doctor takes that little laser crystal thing... And he like plugs it into the console, and the TARDIS powers back up. I need to recharge this for the next time. I need to kill a bunch of Cybermen at the same time. Um, Pete is standing outside with Rose, and Rose is like, "Do you want to see inside that thing?" And he's like, "Fuck no." <laughs> I love the I love the reoccurring trend on Doctor Who of people just trying to <laughs> people just trying to show off the inside of the TARDIS. <laughs> yeah. And the, my my the thing I like more than that is when people are unimpressed by it. That's the best. And this is another moment that I don't think is supposed to be funny, but I thought it was kind of funny, where Pete is like... Who are you? Okay, seriously, what were you saying about different worlds? Who are you? And she's like, well, imagine if there was another world with another Pete Tyler, and another Jackie Tyler. What if they had a daughter? And Pete's just like, I'm leaving! And and she's like, Dad! And he's like, no! And he just runs away. Um, uh, I guess that the doctor lost his suit in the last episode because Vicky and Jake bring his cool, like, trench coat to him or Did whatever. You just say Vicky? Mickey. <laughs> I thought I heard Vicky. So Icky and, and, uh, and Jake bring the doctor his cool suit and his converse or whatever. And he's like, Hey. Um, and it's then he says, glasses. Jake, he tells Jake to go hunt down, uh, Angela Price's children and tell them that they're- <laughs> Don't say of- it like that. <laughs> Jake's like, okay, got it. No, wait, I'm just done. Wait, them, not, I wait, I, <laughs> I need you to go make, um, make Angela Price's children die of excitement when they found out that their mother saved the world. Already driving her. off. <laughs> oh uh, no. And then, uh, so uh, and Mickey, then this, Mickey reveals that he's going to stay here. Because okay, this is where I realized that the other Mickey was actually named Ricky because he's like, this world lost Ricky. I don't understand. Gonna- wh- I don't understand his logic here because his world will now lose a Mickey. Yeah, nobody he- will fucking care. It <laughs> <laughs> literally says that he's got no friends. He's like, Ricky's grand old, old grandma is still alive here, and mine's dead. So I guess that's the one person. Like I mean the only person I guess person, he has no other friends or family The only Whatever. person who cares about me was you Rose and you don't really like me that much so I'm just But yeah, say. you know, I mean it's understandable. He's like he's like my grandma is alive in this world. I can't just leave her alone now that Ricky. So mm. I I guess it it was just the two of them, I guess. I guess um, so um and yeah he says also people are going to have gonna... to fight the rest of the cybermen because there are still cybermen and there are still cyber factories i don't know how some of them survived i guess just the most the most twisted hardened cybermen who yeah. don't care <laughs> i like it <laughs> i think this is fucking rules um but yeah he's like i'll stay and fight the remaining cybermen maybe there was maybe it was the ones that were like still inactive didn't get the yeah, code the beam ones to that them were or whatever sleeping. and this is unbelievable because well first first Ro- yeah okay i'll i'll pull back from the thing that's unbelievable uh so rose is like but what if i need you and he's like you don't, you don't <laughs> be talking about you need somebody who knows how to play a playstation game what are you talking yeah, this about? is this is kind of sad because Mickey's like, you know, we we had something, but it was a long time ago, and it's just it's just gone now. Ever I'm since sorry, I got Rose. eaten by that trash can, you stopped loving me. And Rose is like, well, we can come back and see you. No. And the doctor's like, no, nope. I do love when he says to... once he says once we leave, we can never come back, and it's all of two episodes until we see Mickey again. He didn't count on the Cybermen breaking reality. That wasn't even how they how Mickey got there though. Mickey, it? no it was because pete became the president of the world and they were using the like rift as they like made rift hoppers uh we're gonna have to when we get the rise of the cybermen the episode before this we're gonna have to really be on the lookout for how this guy ends up being the leader of the world because mickey uh i, I, I know we're never allowed. once you watch an episode you're never ever allowed to go back and watch it again as the other rule of this podcast Um, That's not true. I've rewatched Robot of Sherwood a hundred times. I'm very disappointed that that Miss Moore died, because I really would have liked it if she was the one who created the thing that lets you jump from universe to universe. Oh, well. Yeah, it's a shame. Um, So, so yeah. Oh, no! I remember what it was. Sorry, it was that their universe had a torchwood, but it went out of business. And they just went there, and they found all of the stuff already pre-made for them. God, that's dumb. So... So yeah, the doctor says I'm going to have to seal up the crack in time because it could destroy reality if I don't. Um Mickey shakes the doctor's see, hand. See into th- th- this is the part that I that I can't believe is that the doctor just gives Mickey Rose's phone and says, "This has the code on it. Use it to shut down the factories." Rose doesn't And need Rose a phone. is just standing in the background like, "That's fine. <laughs> That's cool." And then he calls Ricky. I don't use my phone for anything. As a sign of respect, he says... Don't, like, write down the code or something. No, No, just give him the phone. No, because it needs to be plugged into all of the universal technology compatible uh, ports. surely there are other phones. No, that's the only phone. And then he says, good luck, Mickey the idiot. No, good luck, Ricky the idiot. (laughs) As a sign of respect, and he winks at him. And they get in the TARDIS. Tardis And then once again, once again, this keeps happening. Uh, this keeps happening. Oh well, first uh, Mickey says goodbye to Rose and like crying, and they're crying. And then, well, uh, he's he's manly now, so he doesn't cry, but she yeah, does. he doesn't cry. Says I don't give a shit about this. It's setup. It's, it's sweet and sad, yeah, it except for sweet. the fact that they'll see each other again and it's that they're true. gonna get married and have a kid or whatever. Uh, but no, and then he's like, is... uh, "Who who would have thought you and me growing up on the estates that someday we'd be saying goodbye in a parallel universe? <laughs> or uh, nobody like could have seen this coming. He lied. God, everybody knew this." Uh, it's in their yearbook, most likely to break up while trapped in a parallel universe. Um, then Vicky says to Jake, check this shit out, as the TARDIS leaves, and it's another thing that I always love when people, they do this on Doctor Who, hey, watch this shit. Um, yeah, and Jake watches the TARDIS leave, and he says, that's awesome, that's I bet cool it's say, really I famous agree. and it'll run for a hundred years. Um Rose gets home to the TARDIS appears in Jackie's apartment. She's just finished I putting love this together part. her part. She, like, coffee sees table. her mom and runs over and hugs her. She's like, you're alive! And Jackie's just like, where, where did, did you take, take her, her this time? <laughs> the TARDIS did park on top of the car- coffee table, obviously. He also just... The doctor just tells her, like, Mickey's gone and we don't even get like a reaction from Jackie. He's just like Mickey. Sorry, Mickey I'm is still, not coming back. I'm still trying to wrap my head around um the fact that this episode happens, then Idiots Lantern, then um Army of Ghosts. Because so they get here, everything's normal. Jackie's like, "Oh, where'd you go?" Then they said, "Okay, we're off on another adventure. We're going to the 50s to go see Elvis or whatever it was." And then mm-hmm. they got back. What the next day? The next week? How long? How long had they been out? after going to try to go see Elvis well, and failing and never then, forget and then, that's that's the realm of the prose and the audio dramas is that we have no idea how many adventures they go on yeah. between this one and the <laughs> next one <laughs> but they have a t- but they have a time machine so this is the thing the doctor always says is that you could do all the things you want and then just come back the next day or that ne- like how long were they out that all of the ghosts of the earth came back anyway it's very strange uh well, sometimes also, they don't come the way, back immediately. By the way, uh, uh, cause I mean, it's, this isn't from, from Jackie. Do you think that from Jackie's perspective, Rose is like, all right, we're heading out. And then a few seconds later, they come back and Rose is like, <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do think that's what it's like. Oh, and by the way, uh, the doctor says that Mickey has gone home, which does sound like Mickey died. It would be really funny, and I don't know if they ever do this, and we will never know because of the format of this podcast, but if I was making this show, I would say that the scene where they leave and the scene where they come back, Jackie should be sitting in the same spot wearing the same clothes like... She's like picking up her tea to drink it as they leave and she's like putting it back down when they come back. That's how the show should work. And maybe it is, but we'll never know. But also in that time, they took Mickey to the big farm where all the Mickeys get uh, of the universe get to run around. It is so wild that Jackie doesn't have any. She doesn't give a shit about this. We, we, I mean, we don't even get a reaction. We just see the doctor say like he's gone home, and then we cut to, and then we cut with the Mickey Jake romance, the romantic scene in their van where they're like, they they have all this chemistry, and they're going to go liberate Paris together. Yeah, he says something like, I like, I need you to know, Jake. Just because R- Ricky and I have the same face doesn't mean I'm trying to replace him. We can we can fight the Cybermen in his name, and. He says, "He says, I didn't really get this. Felt like maybe it was As something that to I didn't get. Or something, we're going to liberate Paris." He says, in "Like, a van. oh, is is there a cyber factory in Paris?" And Jake says, "Probably." And they say, "Let's go liberate Paris." And he says, "What in a van?" And Mickey says, "Nothing wrong with a van. One time I saved the universe in a big yellow truck." And they drive off, and that's the end of the episode. This is really good because uh, Mickey gets a fresh start in a universe where nobody knows he got eaten by a big trash can (laughs) that's why (laughs) everyone can still smell it on him (laughs) he didn't get the medal of mickey this week he didn't do it i mean ricky got like fucking got so good but anyway yeah well we'll do companion wars a second uh i thought this episode without any context for the stuff with lumic and cybris or whatever I, I liked this episode. I didn't love this episode, but I liked it. I like the Siren. I like Mickey. Uh I'd say it's a it's a B. Yeah, I was gonna say, you know, where C is average, B is good, and A is great. This is a solid B. It's a good a good It's a middle of the road, good doctor who episode. Which yeah, I know yeah, sounds yeah. like a weird thing to say, but that's what I was. I was oh, uh, it, it's, it's a good time, not an amazing time. Like, I don't think that I'm gonna be thinking about this one later, but I enjoyed watching it. Yeah. It's time for the companion awards. Uh do we have any companion awards to give out? There was a l this is kind of an ensemble cast episode. There's a lot of characters in it, so it didn't feel like any one particular character had a had any moments to like really shine and like do a I, flip or or uh or I want to know what you think. I I guess hmm no yeah I I I keep there's an instinct that I have that I need to restrain that that would dilute the Danny Pink award for six stunts cuz I was like could we make an argument that driving the blimp is a six stunt no. but then I remember the you, sixth stunt it was literally was that he doing did a flip like a over double a, flip. It was doing a double flip over the bo- the big monster. Yeah. So no, no, I I need to I need to keep myself under control and not just start Nobody throwing really, out Danny Pink awards yeah, left and right. You just want to give an award out. We don't need to give any awards out, and we, do we have, don't need to give any awards we out. Have, mean, you know Mickey what? No, definitely gets a gold, a gold star. star no yeah. question about that. That's important. That's important character growth because Mickey never gets a gold star. Uh, but this <laughs> time, this is the first time the doctor gives him a gold star. Um. When he says Ricky the idiot, out of out, out of respect, um, uh, does he get a companion a companion initiative award? Um, no, because he didn't really like he didn't really like. He was any, following uh, the doctor's yeah, orders. He was following orders, and, he, and it wasn't like having ideas. Which I think the ideas. He, part he took essential. initiative at the end to stay. I don't know if that really counts. Uh, I'm inclined to say it doesn't. No, because it's more. It's it's supposed to be like. Did he have an impact on the bearing of the episode? Like, yeah, we're we're way past the Yaz test. Yeah, I was gonna say the reminder that we used to do Yaz test, which was literally does Yaz Does the companion do, do anything that <laughs> contributes anything? Yeah. Um Yeah, I think you know what though, I'm gonna give Mickey a second gold star. You get two gold stars from Mickey, but that's pretty much it. Nobody else really did. Sad anything. to say, Rose really did yeah, this Rose was, failed the Yaz test was, in this episode. This was as passive as we've ever seen Rose, which is Yeah, that, it's, a, it's a rare Rose Yaz test failure. Yeah. I think we need Um, to bring the ass test back. It's an important part of our... It's an important part of the DNA of the... hmm? I can't remember. Can the Doctor win the Lila Cross? No, No, right? No, no. I think the only thing the Doctor... Mrs. Moore wins the uh, the Leela Cross. Yeah, she did kill a Cyberman. She blew a Cyberman up with a grenade. Yeah, Mrs. Moore gets a Lila Cross for sure. She not only did she blow uh, up a Cyberman with a grenade, she blew up a Cyberman with a grenade, turning off of the feature that allows it to not worry about the fact that it's a Cyberman, so it spent its last dying moments in, <laughs> like, horror as it was- She tortured a Cyberman. She today. tortured a Cyberman as it died, yeah. Uh Not on purpose, but she did do it. <laughs> <She> uh, did. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. No one- no one got- I mean, Jackie- <laughs> Jackie gets a medal of Mickey. Uh-huh. <laughs> what? No, Jackie. she doesn't! Medal of Mickey is, you get it for being like, owned. Like, getting something, like, dying or having a horrible fate befall you does not give you a Medal of Mickey. I can't, it's oh, like- if Maybe you, I'm unclear about what the Medal of Mickey is. The Medal is of or. Mickey was in reference to like, sucking shit. Like, you suck oh, and you get okay. eaten by a big trash can that burps. <laughs> I think I, I think I lost the plot on that <laughs> the Medal of Mickey fine. is not I just like, you die. It's like, you get embarrassed. You get, you get, in, uh, humiliated. Like if okay, Jackie, so Jackie gets in, it for getting If Jackie like Cyber walked Man. into a big toilet that flushed her down, that would give her the medal of Mickey. But she that didn't... happened off camera. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I guess I guess we could just make shit up. Um all <laughs> right. Now we need to ask the really important question. Uh which doctor? I uh I'm I've uh, I'm 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 telling you, Sam, I need a bad one and I I I feel like we're going to get the highest percentage of really bad episodes by either wishing for Matt Smith or wishing for Jody and hoping we get flush Flash, flush. Flush. So I was going to say first of <laughs> all I, I still I still would like a a Jody Whittaker episode that sucks shit. I was looking at our our stats and I cannot believe how little we've seen of the Ponds. We don't see them we've very often. We've seen one good episode with the pawns in it and it was uh it was The Rebel, Rebel flesh. flesh which was our second episode. Yeah. Um I don't want to see the Ponds though because that's like that's firmly in the, oh, I was going to say that Miss Moore takes, uh, her, I, I forgot to make this joke, but cast our minds back to when they're in the cooling tunnels and Miss Moore pulls, or the cool tunnels and Miss Moore pulls out her backpack. So this episode is actually legally part of the backpack era. Uh, thank okay, you. Uh, Which doctor, Jordan? Give me Jody. I want Flux. Give me Jody or give me Matt. I need, you know why I need Flux is because if we don't see Flux, we're going to get all of it at the end of the podcast. Like, that's just the fate that's going to befall us. I know it. Well, here we go. I'm pushing the button. Let's go. Oh. It's Matt Smith. Oh, oh, shit. Okay. Wait, I think this episode huh. sucks. Really? It's the follow up to Day of the Doctor. The oh, Time of the Doctor. Oh, maybe. Oh, yeah. Okay. Maybe, I, I haven't seen this one yet. I was thinking about I think things. we're going to get our first regeneration. Is this the last episode with Matt Smith in it? I think this is the final Matt Smith. I was just episode. thinking about how we'd never seen a Doctor B fit before. Oh yeah, that says uh, this is the episode where Matt Smith I see Peter Capaldi as the 12th This is the Doctor. episode that says Matt Smith gets kicked in the nuts so hard he turns into a different guy. Good reviews, a wistful swan song for Matt Smith. We're gonna be are we gonna be sad when Matt Smith regenerates? Probably. No, I don't, I don't think so, because this because we barely <laughs> fucking cares? see it. Even. We're gonna see him so many more times. <laughs> I hope that like Peter Capaldi regenerates and and he like he says some freak shit when he when he appears. Like oh god, it, is this a long one? Uh it oh no. How long is it? Uh it's an hour. Okay, we can do an hour. It's an hour. We don't we don't get a it doesn't look like we have any like companions uh, or anything. Uh no, I was going to say it doesn't look like we have any um like little bonus things like how we had uh the the knight of the doctor or whatever oh like any uh what what, what are they called minisodes webisodes yeah webisodes do we I'm have surprised a... since day of the doctor had two or three is clara gonna be in this one uh i don't know do you want me to check yeah i do not see oh no yeah uh, yeah. How's Wait, she gonna feel? Yeah, of right? course she is. Yeah. yeah, she was the companion at the time. How's she gonna she feel hear? when her her cool, her cool Tumblr sexy man regenerates into a a weird, a weird old freak? She's gonna be so sad. She's gonna be so sad that she doesn't have a Tumblr sexy man to kiss her on the head anymore. Oh well. Actually, honestly, the really weird thing is that we've never actually seen a Doctor Clara episode like i don't feel like we've seen clara reciprocate <laughs> uh, except for in the time where she was a different lady well yeah because the the bells of saint john i think is the only one that we've seen with like normal matt smith and clara i know i, I mean there was the name of the doctor yeah. but that was like a, a day of the and a I mean, what am i saying yeah we've seen several but know. only like at the very we've never had like a normal adventure we have not had a normal mid-series adventure with the doctor and clara I feel like we're adding more and more criteria. Please let this be a normal Doctor Who adventure. <laughs> with, with, with Clara? No way! No way. <sighs> uh, we didn't get any asks this week, but if you do have any questions, you can send them to our ask, bo- ask box on uh, drhunt.tumblr.com and we'll answer it on the show. Are you excited to watch The Time of the Doctor? Not really. Okay. Sorry. That's fine. I, I am. Do you want to see Matt Smith like get his head cut off? what what do you think's gonna okay here's the question here's here's the bit what do you think's gonna happen well yeah because i mean i assume we're gonna be dealing with the Trenzalore stuff oh god i forgot about that do you think is this the episode where they're gonna like unwrite the regeneration rule i i thought it was he's get 12 lives he gets 12 lives not 13 so i guess peter capaldi gets the fixes the rule how do you think you're not you're dodging the question basically i'm asking how does matt smith die on eastwick is my question for you (laughs) well yeah i because i was gonna say like i've seen the clip of the first doctor regenerating and it for all i could tell from the state of him it looks like he might as well have just like fallen over and (laughs) hit his head on the ground and died we saw the War Doctor start to regenerate when he was just like, "I'm very old." So maybe Matt Smith um, got really old in this one. And we saw we saw Melody Pond. She got shot by River Song when she got shot. So like, yeah, I don't know. Like, if you get splattered like Majin Boo, does it all like come yeah, back together? This is my. This has been my question forever: Is if you put the Doctor in a wood chipper, what happens? Well, we'll find out next week on The Time of the Doctor. That is the one where the doctor gets put in the wood wood chipper. Yeah. Oh, wait, sorry. I I actually, there was something on my screen. It says The Time of the Doctor to Get Put in a Wood Chipper. (laughs) Finally, my scientific question will be answered. Roger Delgado shows up as the master, and he says, "It's finally time, the Doctor, to put you in a wood chipper." <laughs> it would be so fucking good if the like. Listen, we we I like Tessa; she was fun. I think that we need to bring back mustache twirling. Wait, who? S- hmm, Tessa? No, Missy. Missy Tessa. I made up a character. I, oh, it's because I've been playing fucking. You're I, thinking, thinking of <laughs> Iris Sagan. I'm thinking of Iris Sagan. No, they should. I liked Missy. But I want them to bring back a fucking mustache-twirling, tie, a, tie Clara to the train tracks, uh, pull a Scooby-Doo mask off of his head, Master. Mm-hmm. We need that energy on the show. With the cape. Uh, one more cape. question about the time of the Doctor. Who do you think is going to be the next Doctor? Who do you think they're going to cast? Um, I was thinking Diane Moore.
1: Okay. Playing
0: Philomena Kunk playing the Doctor. Diane Morgan. Diane Morgan. You're thinking about Mrs. Moore. You're thinking about Angela Price, aka Mrs. Moore. Yeah, (laughs) you're a mess right now. I'm not here. Help! My emotional inhibitor chip has been disabled. We are on Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/PottingBros, where one dollar gets you all of our bonus content. We got premium episodes where we watch classic Doctor Who, which is a fun time. Our next episode, which uh, we will we will have it soon. I think it'll be up a couple days after this one, if all goes according to plan. K-kaku. Uh on the first Doctor's third ever serial, "The Edge of Destruction," is next. I tried. I tried to watch it, and that I, 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 I had not slept well, and uh, it was so. But fun then before. you did sleep well
1: <laughs> While when it I put was you to
0: sleep. <laughs> yeah, this is like uh, when we watched the episode uh, "The Horror of Fang Rock." That episode is like. Nyquil to me it was every time i tried to watch it i fucking fell asleep and this one is like that on hard mode it's so fucking boring nothing happens in it except we do find out that the tardis can make its own it has its own uh tardis milk matrix yeah they milk the tardis it also gets you a mildly special discord role marking you as a friend of the show five dollars gets you a pretty special discord role marking you as a companion of the show you get a shout out on the podcast you can send us a message that we'll read in one of our funny voices and ten dollars gets you an incredibly special Discord role marking you as an honorary member of House Me Souza. You get a shout out in the podcast that we will clap at the time of that we say it when we say it. And you can listen to the podcast live while we record it, whenever the fuck that is. It's so hard to tell these days. <laughs> Thank you to our five and ten dollar subscribers, Cassidy, JCH, Roy, Stephanie Bolding, Stephanie Karen, Violet Magician. And the honorary members of House Me Sousa, Destry Hawk, HK, and Sauceworks! Woo! We have very. We have, social, no we have no message. We have various social media uh, 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 zones. We've We're got... on co-host at Dr. Huh. I'm on We're co-host on... at Positive Stress. And you can listen to my other podcast, Sounds About Light, where we have just started talking about Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance. You can find us on drha.tumblr.com, and I'm also on Tumblr at Kiwami Breakfast. And we are on the Noise Space Podcast Network, Sam. Can't believe it. Wow. That? There's lots of great shows on Noise Space. You can listen to Diet Coke and Lilith's House of Snacks. Check out um Special Grade Snacks about Jujutsu Kaisen. Local service only about the prisoner. Oh yeah, there's a new show about The Prisoner, the old, the show that I only know about because of The Simpsons. With Patrick McGugan. Oh right? yeah, he was from. he's like the guy who's on Columbo a lot. Oh, I was thinking of Patrick Trouton a.k.a. the actor anonymously <laughs> known as Pretzel. Uh, also, uh, I don't remember if I plugged it last time, but there's a new extra credit that I'm on. Ooh. On world building. Oh, that'll be fun. If you like hearing names of places and characters that have the letter X in them... You can either listen to Sounds About Life I was just about to say, credit. which podcast are you talking about? <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, uh, I, think it's,
0: I think it's time to wrap up our, our podcast. Sam, the world has been saved. There will be no cyber. I mean, it didn't matter because we're in a parallel world, so it doesn't fucking matter what happens. But anyway, can we say the doctor's prayer, please? May your life flow like a river. May your days smell sweet as a rose. May your nights be calm and still as a pond. May you be as lucky as an ace in a game of Black Jack Harkness. Harkness. May Dan the Nice Man smile nicely upon you. May Clara make a clever souffle. May the 12th Doctor leave Bill the hell alone. Please leave Bill and alone. May the rest of the Doctors light your path through time. Excelsior! Doctor, bye! Doctor, bye! <sighs>